Hello, Ibrahim, and thank you so much for being my guest. I'm really excited to have you as a guest for the sixth episode. Hello, Can brother. You... Thank you. Yes, hello, brother. It's, uh, it's very nice to you having me here, and I'm very glad that you are being in your broadcast, though. I'm thankful that you are on my podcast, and I would like you to introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah, uh, actually, my name is Ibrahim from Saudi, and uh, I'm just a young entrepreneur. I'm been struggling for five years until I find myself. Uh, soon enough, I will do my my project, inshallah. And uh, as a my background, I did uh, mechanical engineering in in the U.S. in the Cleveland State, and uh, I have also a master of business administration from Geneva. And uh, now I'm continuing also another master in uh, commercial law. That's pretty impressive. Like. And being an engineer and working in engineering, engineering, then having an MBA from Geneva Business School and also doing a master degree in commercial law is really impressive. I'm kind, I'm, I'm really impressed, and I'm wondering how did you find yourself in engineering? Like, was it a dream job when you were a kid, or something that your parents made you do it? Because I, I know that we, we in the, the North Africa and the Middle East, also in Asia, like we have this kind of philosophy for like our parents. For them, they, they like we have five jobs: being a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher. An engineer, and the fifth one is shame. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, actually, uh, in the beginning, my father wanted to be, want me to be a dentist. Oh, really? Okay? Yeah, wanted want me to be a dentist. He said, "I will take care for everything, okay? But I will send you to Egypt to be uh, to be a dentist." I told Egypt. him, "Send me to Egypt." Yeah. I told him, I told him, send me to Egypt. It's okay, but I'm gonna be architect. He said, no, then stay here. <laughs> I said, okay, I will stay here. <laughs> I, I actually, I'm not any downgrading any dentist. Dentist is like very, very cool uh, career and very cool profession. Okay, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I don't think I find myself in any medical field. Yeah. So uh, when I started in the beginning in Jubail, uh, Jubail College here in Saudi, okay, I just went there. I have no idea what, what major should I get because, you know, in Middle East here, you don't know, you didn't find yourself unless you start the second year of your career. Yeah. <laughs> you see how late we find ourselves? Yeah. Okay, that's, of course, this is based on so many uh, education background, the quality of the education. Everything, everything. Uh, so, uh, yeah, after I joined uh, Jubail Industrial College here in Saudi, I just uh, find myself to choose over three uh, majors. It was in front of me, I don't know, and I find I felt there's so many engineerings, okay? So it was like uh, there is a chemical, there is a mechanical, there is industrial engineering, there is electrical. I have no idea what's the difference between them. So I chose chemical because this is this is what I know from high school, you know, chemistry and such. I don't even know what's going on. So yeah, I chose the chemical engineering in the beginning. Then I finished the associate degree. Then after that, my father supported me actually. He told me, yes, you have to finish the uh, bachelor degree. Associate degree will not do anything nowadays. So yeah, I fly to uh, to US. Then I started to uh, complete my degree there, okay, yeah. in chemical engineering. But unfortunately, I had arthritis, so I had very difficult time with some of teachers. So at the same time, one of the te- one of the subjects which is have uh, which is called the 
principle of chemical engineering. It was يعني, a little bit tough, okay? Then in the last, yeah. in the last uh, when I had arthritis, I had very hard time to study, though. It was very, very tough. So in the last uh, test, I was like, you know what? I will leave from here. I will go to the mechanical engineering department and I will register there. Because the, the, first, the, the first two years, it's almost typical, chemical and mechanical engineering. Only just one, one two classes different which I can find them where in Kent State University in the summer. So the idea was if I uh, uh, catch the time and I register in the mechanical engineering and I take these two subjects in the summer in the Kent State, I can complete the next year in the junior year. So without uh, any delay. So that's what happened. I did that right away, okay? They, I went after the test. I went right away to the mechanical engineering department and I told them this is my situation from A to Z. They told me, okay, we will give you the permission. I get the permission. I went to the Kent State in the summer. Then the next year, I was just like, I didn't get late for any year. And it was very good. And uh, by the way, two of my friends did the same. That's <laughs> so good. It's good. It's good. It's good to, be, to inspire people though. <laughs> yeah. But, but like right now, I'm wondering, like, was it tough or, you, or were you just busy playing football? Uh, no, actually, actually, this this uh, this principle of chemical engineering, I talk yeah. it here in Saudi. Okay. But the difference is, the Saudi here uh, it have two credit hours. There oh. it's four credit hours because there in, um, in the U.S. you have to start as uh, a project, okay, from this uh, from this subject until you graduate. So that's yeah. why we have to repeat it again. So I that's why, yeah, that's why it was like, first, it's a waste of time for me. Second, it was, to, the, the teacher itself it was very tough. And plus, I got the arthritis, okay, from my left feet and my right knee. So all my, all my uh, grades, it's fall down that, uh, in, the, in that semester. But uh, the, the best part, yeah, I failed that, uh, of course, I failed that uh, class, okay. But I have wrote uh, a letter to to ask yani, to tell the, the dean of the chemical engineering my my situation that I had arthritis and I attached all the uh, medical reports. Okay, but the good part I failed it, right? But the good part they they considered for me with the drone, so it doesn't uh, get inside the GBA. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, failure failure can be sometimes a good thing. I mean. It- it's not, it can be, it is a good mm. thing if you learn from it. And speaking of failure, I know that you started the restaurant business exactly. a long time ago and it did fail. So what are the lessons that you have learned from that business venture? Man, there's a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons. But, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, it's getting in the failure. Even if you lost your money, it's it would be considered as you're going to school. But what? It's a practical, actual school, you know? It's just like the same, it's when you fail and you understand why you failed and everything, okay, it's considered you get a bachelor degree of the next step, you yeah. know? Because it, because you will be attached in the real world. You will see everything. You will uh, contact with the real people. You will see customers comes and go. You will see everything that you study, everything that you... Uh, plan you will see it everything and even when you when you fail okay you will get the fruit of it later on because yeah. whatever you're getting in the business after that you will remember your failure and this is your failure is the thing which is going to push you up 
That's true. And like, yeah, like failing in business at an early stage, it's one of mm. the best things that can happen to you. Exactly, exactly. And I, to be honest, I'm I'm kind of like proud of myself because uh, three weeks ago I went to this webinar for entrepreneurs webinar. Okay, and you could say all of them, the people who's looking for a funding for their business, they are 50 and above. I'm the only one who's like in mid 30. You know. Wow. Yes. Like you yes. Longest. Exactly. Exactly. Which is which is which is very good. I mean, you could see that uh, the first failure, okay, yeah. and it's give you a vision from young age. But the thing is, when you fail, do not give up. That's true. Because when you give up, خلاص, you you it's it's just like you win. I, I just told you right. Uh, uh, the failure. It feels like you you get you give money to the business, then you lost it. But when you get the fruit out of the failure with the with the good lessons, it means it's just like you get a bachelor degree, right? But That's if true. you failure, then you give up. After that, you give up your dream, you give up your vision. You said I cannot do it. That means you went to the last test. Then you didn't you didn't uh, went inside the exam. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in That's- the end. You didn't. You didn't get the the fruitful of the failure lesson. It's just like that. Uh, it's just like you went to the final test, but you didn't get inside the test. Then you you leave the the course. It's abs- like failure is absolutely a fascinating subject. And I think last week or the week before, I was talking with a Moroccan entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. when we were talking, uh, I was telling her about like my first year of depression and my first uh, failure mm-hmm. in business. It was like by the age of 19 yeah 19 mm. and even the the business failure it wasn't a failure itself but it was a betrayal by the the, the partner so and she mm. was like you know what it you really are lucky because you mm. failed at the age of 19 for me it was at the age of 28 so imagine i'm i'm 30 and i had to learn everything from scratch and like you had you had 11 years mm. to learn adapt and get your mindset right in order to keep learning and keep improving yourself. And it hit me like I was, yeah, that's true. Like the lessons that I have learned from failing at an early stage and early age is really important. And not only it's important, but it was life-changing lessons. Exactly, exactly. That's so true. And uh, you are, seriously, you are lucky to fail at 19. What he was doing in 19? <laughs> so different. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm I'm I'm, I'm looking. I'm watching a soccer game, or uh, I'm looking for people who to play soccer with. <laughs> you are you are failing at 19. This is this, this is a very good thing. I wish I failed I, at 19. <laughs> I didn't play soccer like for 10 years right now. Like I, in 10 years, I did play it once or twice, and that was in France in I think 2015 or 2016, something like mm-hmm. that like one game and I didn't play soccer from the, from yeah from 2016 yeah it was in 2016 even though wow. I love soccer yeah like it has been like a dec- in a decade I did play like one game or two mm, that's very nice that's very nice even though a long time maybe maybe yeah. we can catch up on uh, one day and we play soccer together <laughs> oh that would be awesome <laughs> yes. that would be awesome yes. <laughs> exactly I mean, we, we can make like two teams of entrepreneurs playing <laughs> against each other to make it even more fun. Exactly. Team entrepreneurs. That will mean so nice. Yeah. Yeah. But like the losing team have to pay for something. I don't know. but no. They have to... <laughs> no, the losing team have to learn from their mistake. 
<laughs> nah, that, that, that's not funny. Like, there is no funny in that. We have to make the best words, words like playing so hard. I'm the kind who plays hard and like to, to win. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm very competitive. That's why. Yeah, the competition raises everyone up. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, like here, you said something really good about competition, and I love competition. Here is the reason why I love competition. I don't love competition as to compete, but I love competition to dominate. And when I say dominate, I'm talking about to dominate with myself. The, mm. the way I see it, I'm competing against myself. I'm comp competing against the future self. So I always try to learn and be better and get better because if you don't compete against yourself and you try to compete against each other, it's not good. It's not healthy. I think I did read an article. It was published by Harvard Business School where, mm -hmm. where they were talking about companies that compete against each other instead of innovating and improving. Like, I think 90% of them, they go bankrupt. Oh, yeah. They are, and they, they are fighting each other until the, until the, to the limit that they are like being nasty with each other. Then in the yeah. end, they both, they lose everything. Yeah. And like, mm. this is, it happens between Apple, between Apple's, uh, Microsoft and Google. Like, like mm. in 2011, you had uh, Microsoft and Apple. No, uh, Microsoft and uh, Google, they were like competing mm. at, uh, against each other in, in one, uh, one market. And they didn't mm. see Apple coming. Mm. And when Apple came to their market, it, it, it absolutely dominated their market. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the, if you focus on one enemy or one competitor, okay, you will forget everything around. Absolutely. Focus mm -hmm. on yourself. True, true. That's your enemy. Like that's your, not only the enemy, but like I always say that we are our best, like we are our greatest enemies and our best allies if we know how to do it. Exactly. And plus, and if you're getting in, in any competition, okay, you have to evaluate what's your skill before you get in that, in that competition. Don't That's just true. go blindly to the competition that you know that you will be a loser. That's you know? true. So, yeah, you have to, to evaluate your market. You have to evaluate yourself. What, what, what are you in this market? Where are you standing? Then you compete to the people who is in the same level. Absolutely. And you know, yeah. like, the, the, the biggest mistake that a lot of people do is that when they find their strengths and their strengths and their weaknesses, they try to focus on deleting their weaknesses and removing them instead of upgrading their strengths. Personally, I don't like this because I love upgrading my strengths. I love getting stronger at what I'm really good at. I don't mind about stuff like I'm, I suck at. The things I suck at, I prefer to delegate them to people who are good at doing them. And so I can focus on doing what I'm really good at and keep improving myself. Exactly, exactly. If you focus about what you are doing, you will develop yourself. It's nice to know about what you are not good at, but it's not, it's, it will be boring if you focus on, on, on what you're not good at because, you know, it's not your thing, it's not your field. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's nice to know about it. At least basic foundations, just something to to uh, if someone like talk to you about it or if, if one day you will sign a deal about this thing, you will understand at least a little. That's true. 
and the, the people who you delegate this the, the thing which you don't like to they are going to help you with that but at least you know the foundation at least you say something you know you understand the basics this is good but it's good you need to focus on what you like and you understand what you don't like 100% brother yes so i know that you are working on a very interesting project mm -hmm. and i would like you to tell us a little bit about that project because it's something you are really excited about and i know not only i know i feel that you have found your purpose in life by doing it so can you tell us a little bit about the project what excites you the most about it because i know last week you had a meeting with the investors for the, the project and they loved the idea exactly yes yes the the idea started like uh it's actually it's the complete story of the first question you asked me when you said how you change from uh engineering field to entrepreneurship field this is what happened and uh like five years ago five or six years ago i didn't find myself in the engineering field okay yeah. yes i studied engineering in the beginning i went there blah blah blah, blah. i went to the real world <laughs> yeah i went to the real world it's cool it's no it will give you the skills of uh analytic analytical skills soft skills it will give you uh how you your brain will open and understand so many things so it's going to give you even the power of negotiation because your point of view of things it will be different because you're you're dealing with very complicated stuff okay but still i don't want to be a uh i will like an employee or my life you know yeah. what i mean so at the, one day uh they we had a uh, a board uh, meeting okay and they nominated me to deliver the presentation unfortunately there was a mistake in the presentation so i just stuck in the presentation i couldn't say anything then they told me okay just jump to the conclusion i jumped to the conclusion and everything then my senior manager he he just like yelled at me and kicked me out of his office and he told me uh just just go you we, we don't need you to be in the in the meeting again meeting again here it was a, a new chapter of my life before that incident it was i was thinking to either i do mba for a master degree or i do engineering okay yes. so i was like i am not sure but after that incident i find myself no i have to do it i have to do an, an, an mba I have to find something to not make me work for someone. Actually, I'm not saying work, working for someone is bad. No, there is a lot of people, they like it. It's in the end of how you see yourself. Like some people, they like to, to be CEO of one company. They like to be like executive with one company. They like to be success in their, uh, in their career path. This is for them. For me, for you, for other people, it's different. Some people, they dream like to be a good athlete. They, other people, they, uh, they like to be uh, the best in their uh, uh, independent studies, uh, the best in independent uh, uh, work, whatever. So it's like everyone, everyone has his own, own dream. So on that day, I understand that this is not for me to stay and work and work and work and work. This is not for me because I don't like to, to circle my life around my, uh, around my work. Like every, every time I have to live next to my work. I have to uh, take my vacation uh, from my work. Every, everything like to be at my work. No. So on that day, I was thinking to how I find a way to make a business just to let me get out of the uh, working field. So yeah, so I study MBA to know the foundation because 
everything I, I like to do, I, ha I like to, uh, to, to establish a foundation. So, you know, even the house, if the, the houses have a good foundation, it will last forever. Everything yeah. with a good foundation, it will, it will carry you all your life. So I start my MBA, I finish it. Until now, until then, I could not find what should I have. Then I started the restaurant. The restaurant failed. I learned from my mistake. Well, well, then I have to find something else. Okay. So one day I tried the forex and uh, currency uh, currency markets. Okay. Then then I found the opportunity of it, which is at least I can work anywhere around the world without me being in one address. Okay. This is where where everything starts. So yeah. So then I get inside the, this world. I learn. I lost. I learn. I lost. I learn. I lost. To to the point. To the point. Until maybe the beginning of this year, okay? Yeah. I was I got the idea. I was like, why? Because uh, why I don't make a headquarter for the same uh, the, the same activity, okay? Like the forex market. But I from my studies, from my reading, everything business without adding a value for the society, this is not a business. Absolutely. Yes. So. Being in the stock market and forex exchange market, it's totally, it will be uh, money independent. Yani the only one who is going to uh, get benefit, the one who is a trade, which is me, which is I have to do something to add a value for, for who, for the society. So how will we will add the value for society? So I started to make what? To, to deliver what? Yani, uh, training courses. But what's the different, what, what's the benefit of the training courses of the forex market? Because the, the, add, the value will add for the society first, they will understand the finance. Because if you, if you get inside the forex market, you have to understand the finance, you have to understand the economy, you have to understand the money management and the risk management. So, yeah, by this, for this course, even if they are not interested, at least in uh, forex, they will understand many things. At least, uh, as, as I told you, economy and, um, and uh, politics. Because it's all part of the trading, okay? So yes. After and after what Corona what Corona started, okay? Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people, they went to what to how they make money online, okay? So then after that, like I see a lot of people who is asking me, uh, how can I trade? How can I trade? What is that? And even some people is like, oh, I'm thinking to buy this this stock, blah 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 blah. What do you think about it? So there is. It's, there is, yani, especially in Middle East, there is a potential for this market. So after I, for, I noticed that, so I was like, I want to make all these in one company. How I'm going to make it? I will, I, will, I will focus the income of the company from the trading company, uh, from the, the company portfolio. So for example, like you have, uh, let's say $1 million uh, capital. From the trading itself, it will, it will cover all the fixed costs and the expenses. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not gonna worry about finding clients. So all my focus is just to help the clients even for free. But based on what? Because the income from the company itself, the, the trading portfolio, it will give me the power. It will give me the name. It will give me, uh, not just the power and the name, it will give me the brand. It will give me the power to hire people. That will add a value for the society. It will give me the power to get inside even uh, the universities to, to deliver seminars, to deliver presentations, to deliver even to include the trading and the uh, university curriculum. That's really you get awesome. My yes. Yeah, so, 
yeah so in the end in the end it's not it's different if you come from a, a, a solid background company and you say i'm a representative of the founder of this company then you go independent your your word it will be more valuable if you come with uh, as a representative of a company a well-known company that's, that's why true. in the yeah so that's why in the end it's to make it as a business okay even it's not just like that even as a, it's a long term in the long term it's not it's not gonna just focus in the uh, trading itself maybe you can fund some business also maybe you can give uh, consultancy for anyone who st- want to start a business so many ideas so many yani, in the long term yani, it will be so many sectors you can get in but in the end you don't need people to run your company because you're going to trade for from the company portfolio but it will give you the power to not focus to to bring money to give you the power to, to focus to how to help that's amazing because business is about money and if you understand how the game of money is played you are going to win in the game of business exactly that's so true and like right now i'm i'm kind of wondering because i see a lot of scams and a lot of con artists who are scamming people uh, in the name of forex and trading and i was wondering how can you distinguish between a con artist scammer and a trader a real one like is there any ways to to know that person is just a scammer like they have a website stuff like that and a real trader yes you can actually uh for, for uh, before anything i say now uh i i am يعني, giving advice for anyone who is interested to get inside this field okay it is the most important thing to know the foundation okay what is a and b and c with uh, for the forex trading even before and the most important thing is like know your broker before you trade each broker now they give you virtual account you can go and play with you do whatever you lose and you you refund your uh, your virtual account it's all right you can do whatever you want but when you before before anyone will put a real money they need to know their broker how they need to know your broker the website itself they the the, the admitted or accredited accredited uh, broker they have they have to, to earn to get a license from uh, for british license or canadian license or american license or cyprus uh, license before in the past the cyprus license was a week it was a week license but nowadays it's it's become a strong one okay so when you get any in any broker uh, website you see the license they earn you can get the license number or you go see from where they got the license then you find them in the the license website like for example they got uh, in the british license you go to the website of the british license then you find this broker if you find them there that's mean they are accredited and they are very strong one okay and okay. plus that plus plus of everything you have to have all your information ready your password passport to be what to be ready uh, and uh, and valid your uh, your address your uh, your bank account your everything so why because it's easy to open account but it's harder to withdraw the money with to withdraw to withdraw the money you will have to have all these uh, information of yours to be ready why because you know this uh, 
stocks market or uh, forex market a lot of money going back and forth back and back and forth so so sometimes it's a lot of money uh, going from country to country so these companies they have to protect themselves to not sending the money for uh, for terrorism or for money laundering that's why they need your information the more information they ask you the more you should be safe about it oh I exactly so like yeah some some so some of them like they use trading and forex for money laundering and crime exactly exactly i mean that's pretty scary as not as not scary because if you uh, like for example you you are going to make a bank account okay yeah you put your information a lot then you are going to trade in the stock market okay if you whatever uh, information you give them they ask you for that will it will protect you yeah you know what I mean? yeah I mean, there is a... like they always ask you for more information like for proof or bills for your identity and everything related to that which is really exactly. something great exactly they ask you for this to protect themselves and you protect yourself also if your account yeah, and... is verified that's mean you are clear yeah and not only that but also like it makes you feel somehow safe mm. when they yes, ask true. you for for, uh, for stuff like that you, it makes you feel safe oh these guys are serious about their business so somehow exactly. it gives you a sense of safety exactly exactly that's really amazing uh like i wanted to ask you a question and i totally forgot it which is fine so forex trading what do you think about the bitcoin because like i i i have a friend like a, a, someone who is a friend with me on facebook he's mm -hmm. been trading on bitcoin i think and he mm -hmm. just bought a, like a great mercedes-benz and mm. that car is so expensive and mm. when I was checking like what he's doing, uh, because we never had the opportunity to talk, uh, mm. he is doing like he's trading in Bitcoin. And I saw one of his posts that the Bitcoin in the Christmas 2010, it mm. was like 50 cents. Then Christmas exactly. 2011, it was four bucks. Now it's mm -hmm. almost $2,500. Exactly. Yes, true. And I think in I think in uh, in 2015 I'm not sure exactly what year mm. I had opportunity to buy some cryptocurrency. I, I'm mm -hmm. not I'm not able to to remember the the the, the name of the cryptocurrency. And mm. I think I found it for like 10 cents per unit. And I don't even remember why I didn't buy it because it was like a discount something from that and when i when i forgot about buying it like honestly i forgot about buying it i think i did check mm. like three years later and that that one that used to be at 10 cents i found it like for one one hand one thousand dollars mm -hmm. i was like holy crap if i have bought <laughs> only one dollars that would be ten thousand ten thousand dollars yes <laughs> let me let me tell you something the opportunity always go to the people who is ready okay yeah. and the back in the days you weren't ready why you weren't that's ready true. because you didn't know what's going on back then that's you didn't true. know what's the bitcoin you didn't know what the... so actually you didn't even lost it you didn't even uh, lose that opportunity because you weren't ready for it beside your friend who's just got a mercedes benz okay he is ready for that maybe if he got that yeah if he got that 
chance 10 years ago or five or six years ago, okay? That means before to get that chance, he is already know the foundations and he already know that what is the trading and what's the cryptocurrency two years before the, that opportunity. Yeah. Is that my point? This is the difference. This is the difference. So no matter what, no matter what, there is, if you say, you, uh, if I did, if I did, that's mean you're focusing your best and you're forgetting your future. Opportunities yeah. is always there. If you choose, if you lose one opportunity, there is a hundred is coming. But the more ready you are, the more the more opportunity opportunity you will get. But coins, yes, it's 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 have a volume, big volume now. It's uh, a lot of people trading on it. Uh, the 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 price the the price changing is very fast. Uh, one year ago it was three thousand, now it's twenty five thousand, and who knows it will go down because bitcoins it's actually moving by people who is selling and buying. It's not connected with any economy. So very much you can't predict it unless it's something in the past happened. Yani for example, if it's raised until 10,000 and fall down again, you can predict that it will raise again to 10,000. Right? Last year or two years ago, it reached 2,000 to 20,000 and fall, the, fall again to 3,000. So you can predict that it's going to uh, 2,000 again, to 20,000 again. But now it's reached to the new level, which is 25,000. You didn't know. You really didn't know. But but the people who is earning, like there is 10 percent of people who's controlling the uh, the price of the Bitcoin. They are the people who is actually having the big volume and moving the price wherever they want, wherever they want to sell, they sell. Wherever they buy, they buy. Okay. So the the trader, which is like a, a mid volume or uh, with less money, or let's say like. Uh, ten thousand, fifty thousand dollars. They they better to follow these people by by some strategy to to not make them uh, lost their money. So yeah, That's because true. the Bitcoin because the Bitcoin is uh, not associated associated with any economy. It is like a, 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 it's riskier than the other thing because if you trade, for example, you uh, you uh, your US dollar, you can manage the economy of the of the European. And you can uh, monitor the economy of America. You can have some ideas, at least, before you open any position. But uh, Bitcoin, totally clueless. You don't know who you, you, what news you are going to listen to. That's true, because you did say it very well. It's about predictability. And for the Bitcoin, it's not something you can predict. Because like the time that, I, that this happened to me, with the other uh, cryptocurrency, I still remember that time mm. the Bitcoin was like it was around five hundred dollars something like that because I had mm. a friend who mm. did buy like I think four or five Bitcoins. Mm. I don't know if he, he still have them or not because we, we are not in touch anymore. But I I remember that and it, it's like it's kind of fascinating. When we talk about the Bitcoin, about the stock market, and all of that, you hear all those stories. I, I think my, my my brother told me uh, that a guy like did own like ten Bitcoins or something like that, and he ordered the pizza. And when the pizza guy came to him, he didn't have any money, so he paid him with the, the Bitcoin that he had, like ten ten Bitcoins. Exactly. That was, yeah. That was like nine years ago so if that pizza delivery guy still owns those bitcoin he is yeah. really rich right now exactly but the question is is that guy was ready no yeah. he wasn't 
He wasn't. He's just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna eat pizza. <laughs> you know, if he if he is ready and he know what's going on, okay, he will not buy a pizza with that. <laughs> he will prepare to start. <laughs> start uh, yeah. one day and live your your all your life rich. <laughs> that's that's the thing because I know like Warren Buffett like he is one of the greatest mm. if not the greatest investor of all times. Exactly. He he have he uh, some some stocks that are like 70 years old mm. like that's huge like i mean that's really impressive and like i think that i did read something that says if you have invested i think one thousand dollars with warren buffett around the 50s from mm. the previous uh, century that mm. damn amount of money would be right now one million dollars and some fluff Exactly. And for يعني, I hate this kind of uh, advertising. They saying like uh, if you invested in Starbucks in the $10,000 in Starbucks in 90s, you will have this, 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 this. It's just like make people feel bad about it. Yeah. It has to be with is... a good message. It has to be with a good message. Yeah, like, for example, like see Starbucks in 90s and what happened. There is a chance. There is another chance. There is. They have, it has to be motivating, not making people feel bad about it. Yeah, and you know, like, no one, like, no one could have predicted Starbucks to be this huge. Exactly. So, no way. Like, right now, the moment that we are talking right now, there is a Starbucks somewhere that is mm. being built and made, and we don't know about it. Mm. Exactly. Like, <laughs> 20 years from now, we will listen to this conversation and would be, oh, this X brand. At that yeah. moment, we were when we were talking, it was like like the stocks were for one cent or five cents. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you you go back just to Facebook in mm. when it started. Yeah. And right now, it's it's a whole different story. Exactly. Like there is no way you are going to predict what is going to happen, but at least at least you did say it beautifully. Be prepared and. I think there is a quote that I love from a movie, The Mechanics, the one with Jason Sachem. It says, victory loves preparation. Yes, I agree with this. Yes, I agree with this. If you are not well prepared, you are not going to win in life. Exactly. And even if you are not prepared, don't, don't, don't. I did say it for three times, which means it's important. Even if you are not prepared, don't let the idea of I'm not prepared, I'm not ready, stop you from taking action exactly that's what we uh talk about in the beginning the beginning of this episode uh whatever you feel not prepared go back and what evaluate yourself evaluate where you're standing then you can take action from where you would start that's true so ibrahim because i know you have an exam in few minutes uh i mean this is what it means to be really excited about doing what you love you have exams and you, you are having you are recording a podcast episode just before the exam <laughs> so this is something really to keep in mind always always do what you love exactly exactly the, so, doing so oh, and find your purpose what make you that's happy that's true exactly and what if you get money a good reward or money or whatever uh, paying back uh, from what you love okay you will never feel that you are working you will always enjoy that's that's true and speaking of enjoying stuff um like what does the, the word growth means to you uh growth growth yeah it's like always uh, yeah you could you could say 
you have until 30 to learn okay make a mistake yeah. learn do whatever you can do get uh, get adventures uh, fail once twice thrice whatever you could say after 30 خلاص your mindset will be what will be ready for the serious thing will you be ready for the serious thing and you're from your experience maybe even before 30 from your experience you will know what you like you have but you have to try first okay then after that at some point after you do what you like and you make success after 40s you will have to deliver for people because this is the nature this is the nature you cannot just gain 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 all your life you have to do something and that's why that like this uh for example, rich people who is investing with uh, entrepreneurs, whatever. Okay, they know us. They they already make make what make what they what they want. They already make a lot of money. So that's the chance. They have the chance now to just helping people, and that's what makes them happy. They helping people uh, people, and they make money at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. This is that's the growth. True. This is the growth. Wherever you go, you you put your uh, your, uh, your your fingerprint at. And think about something like always think about when you leave this life. No one, no one immortal, right? When you leave you this yeah. life, okay, what did you do for people? How people will uh, will remember you? Yeah, so it's all about your legacy. Exactly, exactly. Ibrahim, one last question: How people can get in touch with you? Yes, they can uh, in touch with me in uh, Twitter. Okay. Okay. Uh, at H I M double O twenty two. Awesome, and of course LinkedIn. LinkedIn, uh, Ibrahim Albibi. That's amazing. Do you have any email you would you like to share with people? Yes, Ibrahim dot Albibi at gmail dot com. This is my personal email. Oh, that's good. That's great. Yes. Thank you so much, Ibrahim, for being an amazing guest. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us, and good luck for your exam. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's it was. A very pleasure to to be a guest on your broadcast.